Down to the Nub Podcast, the cigar podcast show focusing on premium cigars and good times. With industry leaders, cigar giveaways, interviews, and more, here are your hosts, Cigar Show Tim and Brandon Cigar Mechanic Wells. Let's get it started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Down to the Nub, episode 24. We are two dozen now i don't have a follow-up to that That, that's that's all that came to mind to say hello to everybody so what's up brennan just to tell you how dumb i am i'm thinking it's two dozen dozen (laughs) we're episode 48 we're episode 288 (laughs) whatever that would be holy shit man i am doing great brother how are you i i'm good but i'm not gonna lie i am tired and i am sore after working in the house and i know everybody's heard for the last like forever it seems like oh the house and the household and the house this and the house that but moving 90 percent of everything out this past weekend and all that uh yeah and by the time this one does air i will officially be out of the house because our buyers asked for a three-day extension to make sure everything went through and blah 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 and yada 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 blah 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 yeah yeah, but long story short, did a lot of moving, even moved some more today, got the rest of the stuff uh, that we needed to take with us into our storage unit, and nice. it is packed to the gills, but it has everything we need, and everything else, frankly, is dumpster worthy. So, it's been I'll productive, that, it's been good. I'll take that motorcycle before you throw it in the dumpster. You know, that that that's definitely necessary. That okay, I'm happy. You said everything else. You just showed me the garage, and in the garage That's was your true. motorcycle. I I just offered to take it before you sent it to the dumpster. That is true. The motorcycle, the helmets, and uh, my compressor uh, are are all necessities. After that, okay. not much else. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Well, you're you're in the garage, so you're you're a necessity. You're a necessity I, to me I, because I love you. Aww. <laughs> Oh, I am screenshotting that, bro. That is getting screenshot like you wouldn't believe. Uh, If you're listening on the podcast, podcast, go back and watch because it's you're gonna it's worth it. We make dumb faces. Uh, Listen, dude, I I, I'm blessed. Uh, I feel very, very blessed, man. Uh, You know, no matter what's going on in life, dude, I feel blessed. I have an amazing family. I've got beautiful kids. That are both just amazing, amazing children, and uh, I, more than I deserve. I tell you this, man. I, I was really scared in my younger years to have kids because I know the hell that I put my parents through, and I figured, you know what? That's got to come full circle, and it's got to get me. And thank God for an amazing wife because, uh, well, she's uh, she's been a big part of raising some amazing children. And no, she's not sitting here in the office with me. She's probably 150 miles away from me. So she's not in the studio. She's not in the office. She's not even here on the property right now. So uh, I'm not kissing anybody's ass, okay, before you guys there jump you in and see that. <laughs> <laughs> she must be sitting watching. No. Yeah. No. And, no and Brandon will never score brownie points for saying that because she doesn't listen to this anyways. Yeah, well, she doesn't listen to me. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love her to bits, man. I mean, listen, we're coming up on uh, February. February is going to be 20 years married. Uh, 22 years together and that one makes me feel very old and two makes me feel very very proud uh, because you just don't see that anymore no and you guys did have without getting into details you guys had a rough season and worked through it and have come out very triumphant 
And, and I, I will readily admit that was um, 51% my fault and uh, <laughs> probably closer to 91%. But uh, yeah, and, and listen, it was, uh, it was because of the, the grace of God, man, and the good Lord that we got to get together and, you know, and then, uh, you know, he stuck his head in there again and said, hey, wake up. Uh, I brought you this beautiful woman to, to change your life, to save your life. And, uh, man, when, when I woke up, bro, it was just life-changing, man. And, and chasing her heart and changing, changing from being a selfish bastard to changing, to chasing her heart. And then later in life, learning to chase my kids' hearts and really just make them important, bro. That has, that's probably changed me more than it's changed anybody else. And it's, it's been just such a blessing for that. So, uh, I, I, when people ask me how I'm doing, man, I'm freaking blessed, dude. I'm absolutely blessed. Yeah, it's funny because Aaron and I had a conversation earlier today and last night because our boys are already up at my in-laws where we're going to be in the next couple days. And, uh, you know, we were talking about the boys and doing Bible studies and different things. And my wife is amazing because she gives me the nudge, kick in the butt, two by four to the head, whatever level I need. Um to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to for the spiritual health of the family, uh, which yeah. at times is very hard. I mean, there, there's, there's no two ways around it. At times it is very hard to, sure. to do that. Uh, and raising two boys, it's all that much more important to be that example. And I fail at it daily there. I mean, it, for people, Oh, you're a pastor's kid and you've been raised in the church. You've got it all together. <laughs> no, I, I don't. And I'll be the first to admit it. Uh, if and, anything, that makes you more screwed up, dude. Yeah, because I'm, I'm so used to, I didn't come to, you know, come to the church and come to Christ and, and do all those different things as having a life before. And for people that yeah. have done that, you know, that's just how God wove their story together. But for me, it was just the norm. And so there are just sort of some, some second nature subconscious things that yeah. I don't become intentional about. And we ordered books that are going to be intentional with our boys. And my wife ordered Bible studies today to work through them. And I was just like, I'm so glad I married you because it's exactly what God knew I needed. Uh, but it, it just helps reaffirm it. And it sucks. There's no two ways around it for any guys that are listening that are married, whether you're believers or not, it sucks when your wife corrects you and you realize she's right. But at the end of the day, I would rather have my wife correct me and have me know I'm right and not be arrogant or prideful and say you're wrong and try and dismiss it but rather look yeah. at it you know that's why i married you that's why we're together because i need someone who can tell me those things and it's just right. cool and 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 it does it does bear fruit and it does allow us to invest in the lives of our child or children uh, mm -hmm. and and be able to see what god can do from there but it's it's a crazy blessing to be to be married and have the the two amazing boys that we have whether i think they act amazing all the time or not they're kids that's just how it goes yep. and they're dad so i'm going to have that perspective but at the end of the day i would i i will mow down shoot kill rip apart limb from limb anybody that tries to hurt them or uh or do anything damaging to them emotionally physically or spiritually yeah and i think it's amazing because uh you know it's funny I, I look back at my my younger years in our marriage and i was that guy that hung out with all the other guys and would say the things like you know don't ever get married man that's stupid oh i would never do it again and blah blah blah, blah and like talking down to marriage and what i realized and what what, I, what what came very very clear to me over a period of time was that the marriage was not working because i was not working for the marriage and the most important thing was that god was not centric in, in the marriage for for our relationship and to me when we brought god centric in our relationship 
And I started working towards that marriage and started listening to the words that, that I was being told, not the negative ones and the people trying to tear me down, but the positive people trying to build me up and saying, hey, listen, chase your wife's heart, chase your woman's heart. She's the one that wants the leader, be that leader. And that doesn't mean being a dictator. It means being a leader. That's a leader by example. That's a leader by listening. That's a leader by understanding. That's a leader by forgiveness. There's so many parts of that. And whether you believe in God or not, if you can just read the good book, you'll see so many leadership points in the good book in the Bible that are there that just talk about what it is to be a true, strong, passionate leader to make change. And it wasn't until that I realized that stuff that my relationship changed. And, yeah. it, and it was night and day, completely night and day. It's, it's amazing now that I wake up and I felt like I woke up in a home that wasn't that I didn't belong in, like I was a roommate. Now I wake up and my wife's got a cold brew coffee right there. And if she's already gone to work, then it's in the fridge for me. You know, she makes breakfast that I enjoy. There's, there's all these things that are there and she's catering to my needs because I cater to hers and I'm there for her emotionally. I'm there for her as a leader in the family. And dude, it has been, I mean, dude, I don't think we've had an argument. I, I, I can honestly say in years we haven't had an argument because there's a mutual respect and Trust me, you know me, dude. I'm an intense person. <laughs> yes. It, when I get something in my head, dude, like I, I walked in. Uh, listen, I'm a guy that that, that never voted before. Uh, I've got my ballot sitting right next to me to vote this year because, especially for the state of Arizona, we're losing a lot of uh, a lot of seats here in, in Arizona that are coming yeah. up, and whew, it's a dangerous, dangerous time right now for us as a state. Yeah. And uh, if I don't cast my vote, man, then I can't complain. And yeah. uh, I got so fired up at a conversation that I walked into her and I said, Hey, I'm thinking about running for office in 2022. And she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I know I've never voted, voted before, but I feel like my vote's not enough. And I feel like my voice isn't enough. And I feel like it's not being heard. So I said, I'm really considering and thinking running for office in 2022. I said, so don't be surprised if in two years from now you see Brandon Wells for position you know, uh, an elected official position on a sign in our front yard and in all of my neighbor's front yards, uh, because, and, and because I'm going to, I'm probably going to do it. And she goes, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Nope. Like that was her response to like normally. And I, I hear in, in the past, she would have been like, you're an idiot. You've got this career going, everything's happening. You're doing this, you're doing that. Keep going. And she just looks at me and goes, I wouldn't be surprised. And I said, you're going to vote for me. Right. She goes, no, <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I was like, babe, you got to have, even if the ballot's empty or you didn't circle my name, it doesn't matter. You have to be there if I run and put your ballot in that box because that's just part of it. <laughs> and, and who cares whether you're what running for, you know, water district or whether you're running yeah. for school board or whatever it is, really what it comes down to, and your state is going through it, my state unfortunately is, and I'm not going to say it's lost because it's not, because God can turn things around, but you, if you care enough about what's going on, then you yeah. should be involved, whether that's just voting, whether that's being active in right. what your your ideals and beliefs are. You, you, I've heard it said, and I believe it, you, if you don't vote, you can't complain. And if Correct. you vote, you can say, Hey, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with that, but it is what it is. I still have to live my life and go through things, but being able sure. to get engaged and get involved. And look, we've talked about that from the standpoint of FDA and all the different things that are going on of raise your voice, do it respectfully, do it in a way that, uh, 
that you're you're not shooting your integrity and yourself in the foot but but raise your voice make sure that your opinion is heard make sure that it's not you know it's it's not done in the wrong ways but still be vocal share your thoughts that's what this country was founded on is sharing yeah. your thoughts and and we've got to be able to do that and and I'm going to go in this weird awkward tangent sharing my thoughts my my thoughts on the cigar that I'm having tonight Oh, nice transition. I like it. So I am having a cigar that I haven't had in this Vitola yet uh, that I'm loving so far. I've had it in, I don't know what the smaller, it was, basically it was a Robusto, I think is what it was. Sure. Uh, and, but it is the EP Carrillo Elite Elancos and it is phenomenal. And I'm, I'm hoping that with this one, I get to the dessert flavor that I got about two thirds away through the cigar where it literally was like a dark chocolate cherry cordial. This, yeah. this is my dessert cigar and it is delicioso. So that's what I'm smoking on tonight. What do you in, smoke? In the, in the famous words of Homer Simpson. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That is, that is like one of my go-to Ipicarillos right there, man, is that Ilancos. And I'm telling everybody, like I tell all my shops, you have to carry this. And if it doesn't move, that's your fault. It, you have to carry it because you, you got to tell people to smoke it because that thing is a freaking dessert cigar. That thing is fire, dude. Yep. So good. So good. Uh, I'm currently puffing on something that most of you have probably never, ever heard of, but it's called the Island Prince. Mm -hmm. uh, this we were discussing this earlier. This is Island Prince, I believe it's the natural. I think they have a Maduro as well. But uh, this is a very unique cigar, and I'm going to tell you about it. But I'm also going to give you a, a, a disclaimer on this. Uh, buy this if you're going to want to get this cigar, get it online. Um, you can buy it from Kauai Cigar Company. I think it's like KauaiCigarCompany.com or something like that. Don't buy it in Hawaii because it's freaking expensive, and they'll even tell you there at, the, at their factory like it's cheaper to buy it online. Um, because of the taxation in Hawaii. I think it's something like 90% or something. It's stupid. Oh, yeah. Um, well, the cost to but, import it into there is just crazy, too. Well, yeah, and their tobacco tax is retarded. And this is a state that was, like, trying to ban all smoking, and they found that to be unconstitutional. So what they were going to do is raise the smoking age to, like, 105. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, so it was like, okay, guys, here we go. We're going to play the games. You know, um, again, Cigar Mechanic 2020 for president. Uh, so we can eliminate some of that stuff. But uh, this apparently, from what I understand, uh, I mean, I haven't, I'll admit, I haven't done a ton of research into this. I just, my research I've done is picked one up, smoked it, and really enjoyed it before. Uh, but this is apparently what I understand is a Nicaraguan seed grown in Kauai, in the volcanic soil of Kauai, and then sent back to Nicaragua. Then they do all the fermentation, the curing, the rolling, everything there, and it comes back to Kauai and is sold from the Kauai Cigar Company. Uh, which is not far from uh, the Kauai Coffee Company, whatever they're called. I think it's Kauai Kona. Coffee. Yeah, there you go. Is it Kona? I don't know. Uh, but I don't know because I just know where it is, and we go there with our freaking refillable mugs and get coffee every time we're in Hawaii, which is a couple times a year. There you go. Um, so I won't buy these there. But um, I actually found this in my 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 collect. I have a humidor that's primary co you know collection stuff. Uh, I was digging through there today, giving some stuff out to everybody here at Bible study and, um, found this. I'm like, yeah, I'm smoking that on the show. Cause that thing is phenomenal. If you have fillings though, be careful because <laughs> it's a high mineral content in the scene. It might be like chewing on tinfoil. Well, uh, and, and I'm curious what the flavor. This is the reviewer in me. 
I'm curious with the flavor notes of it. Nicaraguan tobacco known for being, you know, rich in mineral flavors and saltiness and, and some earthiness and all that. But I'm wondering if some of the, the like salted caramel notes and things like that are going to come through or, or how that is. But that's that's just me as the reviewer curious now because Nicaraguan tobacco is my favorite uh, region to get tobacco from. I love Dominican. I love I love Honduran. I love other. But Nicaragua for me is is my palettes just heaven so let me give you my uh review on it okay i'll give you my quick review there you go <laughs> and for those of you that are listening i just stared at the camera smiled and put my thumb up uh because that's pretty much how i do my reviews i would be a terrible reviewer uh, because i i just I either like the cigar or i don't like the cigar um yeah i can get some of the notes but i'm not that guy that i, I don't know if i don't pay attention enough or my brain just doesn't work that way or i had shitty food growing up but uh, it, it just, you know, I can taste some mineral content to it, which is really, you know, to me is very, very unique. Mm -hmm. um, it, to me, I want to say it tastes like pineapple, but I think that's just in my brain because it comes from Hawaii. Uh, so <laughs> it tastes like pineapple and spam and a little bit of poi. Uh, oh, I can't but, stand poi. Oh. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just not that guy. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I, I'm not. I just know that I really enjoy this cigar. As a matter of fact, I need to order some more because I think this one's been in my humidor for like probably at least four or five years now. Ooh, um, I'm going to check them out too myself. Yeah. if I'll, I'll dig through and see if I have any more. If I do, I'll, I'll make sure I send you one. I think I have a couple of the Maduros left. Not sure. Okay. But uh, anyways, that's what I'm smoking, man. I think it's an excellent cigar. Uh, really, really uh, just, I, I just freaking love this thing, man. I, I want to like keep smoking it, but I don't want to get cigar drunk. So, there you go. I'll well, and I'll say real quick for the uh, EP Carrillo Elite Elancos, I picked mine up in a package, a sampler pack from Little Guy Cigar Shop. Uh, that is where if I can go to get my boutiques, that is where I go. So go to littleguycigarshop.com. I will plug Michael Wells because he absolutely is one of the most knowledgeable and hardworking guys that has oh, yeah shop and so go to littleguycigarshop.com check this out if you have not had it and if you have not had ep carrillo just in general get the sampler pack that he has online because unless you've been living under a rock ep carrillo makes some of the highest rated and awarded cigars of any manufacturer so go and check them out yeah just looking at cigar aficionado which i know a lot of people look at they've had a number one a number two a number four a number 23 like a number 15 like they've had like so many top 25 cigars and a good handful that are in the top 10 just over the past couple of years uh absolutely insane great blender just one of the legends in the industry ernesto okay. uh just phenomenal phenomenal guy. His daughter is just passionate about it and taking on the, the brand um and i want to clarify one thing too about what you just said um, little guy cigar shop is not a sponsor of our show. Uh, we just really truly believe in him. I, I, I love Michael Wells to death. He's doing an amazing job and started a business and, um, with a little based bit of encouragement on, and he's running. Brand. Yeah. And he's running with it, man. He's doing a phenomenal job, dude. Top notch customer service. Uh, he knows everything about shipping. Uh, so you're getting it quick. Uh, it just, just a phenomenal guy. And again, I want to reiterate littleguyscigarshop.com CM10. He is not a sponsor of the show, but uh, just he's an absolute support of the show. He's here every Sunday with us at three o'clock and uh, Pacific time. And just, you know, a huge supporter of down to the nub. And so we want to make sure that we're supporting him as well. Yes. So you commercial done commercial done and bloop, back to your regularly scheduled program.
I haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard that in like 30 years where they cut in. They're like, back to your regularly scheduled program. I know, right? Yeah, right. But uh, that's because everybody just fast forwards through commercials and uh, TiVo or whatever they call it now. I don't know what's called now. Yeah, I don't even hardly. Yeah, exactly. I've got like six shows that I watch on TV and that's just how it goes. But you sent me a video by a, a, another podcast that is ministry based. And I want to touch on it because I know you want to touch on it as well. <laughs> if if you have not heard of was it Warriors and Wild Men, then yeah. you guys have to go and check them out. It is faith-based. It is two guys that are very learned in uh, the Bible and theology. And I mean, they just, they talk about the Bible. They talk about what's going on in society and culture. It, is culture adapting to ministry or is ministry and the Bible and, and Christians adapting to culture? And they brought up some really interesting points in an episode that from when we're recording this now was released just less than a week ago. And they talked about how pastors and churches and worship leaders and different people are uh, bending and molding Christianity to make an excuse for culture as opposed to sticking to what Christianity is about and saying, no, this is what the Bible says. If you don't agree with it, I'm sorry, that's what the Bible says. And if you want to mold and shape the, the Bible into being a you know user-friendly experience, then sorry, you're doing it wrong and I won't see you in all eternity because that's their opinion that's pers their perspective and that's i know that's both of our perspective as well the, the bible is is god inspired breathed by god breathed by, that's just it is infallible but their podcast episode that uh we just i think it was episode i don't remember it was like one um, or something i don't know what it was man but it was phenomenal i think it was 161 something like that True. And and them and talking about what they're going through and believing. And I love the caption of the one that they the, of that episode, because it says, and we will probably never be invited to another church again. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're bringing the truth. And so many churches and I can say this for myself, so many churches being for those of you that don't know, I'm a pastor's kid. I was raised in the church. I've, I've been going to church since I was separately in my dad and in my mom. So there you go. That's how long I've been going to church. And <laughs> um, interesting way to put that. <laughs> uh, and, and, and so I've been a Christian uh, for a long time. I gave my life to Christ when I was 10 years old. Uh, it was on my parents' anniversary. Actually, I was baptized, which was kind of cool for my dad to baptize me uh, on their anniversary. But um, I've been in the church my entire life. And so it's, it's what has become normal to me. And it's just what life is. And for people that have come to know Christ, uh, you know, later on in life, they have a different experience. And that's great because that's just like I mentioned at the very beginning, that's just how God wove their story together. Uh, but I have got a really cool um, perspective on what they're sharing and what they're saying, because I've been to mega churches. My dad has been on staff at uh, a number of different churches here in Southern California, some mega churches that are known globally, and I'm not going to name them because it doesn't matter. Uh, but he, he's been in ministry for decades now. And, yeah. and, and what I've observed getting the behind the scenes of how church operates, unfortunately, like a business many times, but seeing how churches, because they get attention nationally, will then modify and mold the way that they want to have doctrine taught or do different things and not truly be Bible teaching. This is what God says. This is what the Bible says. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. You either come to Jesus or you don't. 
And, and I've seen what they were talking about in that podcast episode of how church has become too um, consumer minded and too user friendly. And they try and make uh, concessions for what is going on in society and saying, oh, well, this is just how we need to, you know, speaking, they were talking about COVID and, oh, well, we just need to, well, it's not persecution. It's not this, it's not that. It's just, we need to respect people's safety and health really. Cause, and as they say it in the episode, um, uh, Rich even says, he goes, he goes, if, if you think that a, a politician is going to come out and say, oh, because we don't want you to worship your God, we're going to make you wear masks and we're going to make you not be able to worship or chant or do anything or congregate in even home church groups. If you think you're going to get a politician to come out and say that you're wrong, but you better well know that Satan, even though the politician is going to say, I'm speaking for Satan. Satan has his way of trying to dissuade people from going to church and participating and being able to participate in giving God his glory. And, and the way that they presented it was just so cool. So again, go and watch that episode, but it's funny because before this Brandon, you're like, I'm fired up and I want to talk and I'm ready to go. And then as I'm talking, oh, dang it. (laughs) But (laughs) the way that they present it is, is so just raw it's real it's it's just refreshing as someone who's grown up in the church to be able to look and see that there are people that do see it as persecution there are people that do see is look you are taking away part of our you know freedom of religion you are taking away some of our constitutional rights by doing these things even though you may not openly recognize it you are doing those things but I know you've got some thoughts on it because they went into some different things that you've got some perspective on, and I want you to share those. <laughs> dude, you're riled up now, aren't you? Uh, I, d- d- yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm ready to go out there and kick ass and take some names, and it's not just because of that. I've been getting kind of amped up for this, for yeah. these, these, at least especially these past couple months. I mean, you and I, especially before or after the show, we talk, and I'm just freaking, I, I'm, I'm wound up, dude, because. I'm just so sick of the persecution on on not just on Christians, but on individuals and people uh, for their thoughts and their beliefs and the the pussification of our society, man, has just been, it's, it's outstanding. It's, it's just, it's, it's blowing my mind, man. I don't even know how to put words to it. I'm, I'm certainly not as, not as articulate as those, as those two, Doug, that's on the show there, man. He's written, you know, bunch of books and has done some great job. And, you know, I, I really, Doug Childs, I, I, I recommend you guys pick up his books and read them. Yes. Uh, and, and, and rich has become just is quickly becoming a very close friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this is the dude with tattoos on his knuckles, tattoos everywhere, man. He's got the beard and you know, he's kind of got that voice and you know, it's like, this is a dude that you're going to look at and somebody's going to go, really? Wait, you're a, like, you're, you're like a some scary you're, biker dude. You know, it, you don't, you don't look like a pastor. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. That doesn't add up. Well, cool, because that's just how it is. But that's just a picture that people have of a pastor and and what they should be. And it's definitely not rich. Like rich is not a pastor. If you looked at him in in a bar, sitting there drinking a beer and smoking a cigar, there's no way you're going to come up and go, ah, you're a pastor, aren't you? Uh, And and that's what I love about him because our, our society has created this picture of not only of pastors, but even worse, we've created this picture of what Jesus is. And it's insane to me because it's I can understand why so many men don't want to be a part of getting to know God and getting to know Jesus because it seems like I have to sit back and just go, oh, I love little sheep. 
I love little kids. Come sit on my lap and let's talk and let's circle around and I'm going to share with you about Jesus. No. I mean, dude, like, what about the parts? Why isn't this preached and taught about the parts when, you know, he's he's creating whips, uh, when he's in there turning tables in the temple, when, when he comes back after the resurrection and he's actually walking around being a smartass, mm-hmm. uh, you know, walking around the guys coming back from the crucifixion and just going, whoa, what happened, dudes? And he's, they're like, oh, you didn't hear? And he's like, hear what? You know, and it's like, and then they finally see him when they're breaking bread. They're like, holy crap, this is Jesus, Uh, you know? And poofy hey, rug, you know, I, I gave you the heads up. I gave you the warning. It's been three days. Why, why are you dumbfounded? Yeah, I told you guys this was going to happen. Hey, Pete, hey guys, how's the fishing out there? Oh, it's you know, it's it's kind of sucks. Try casting your nets on the other side. Peter's like Jesus. You know, it's like guys, it's a little smartass. I love him, man. It's great. Well, and uh, I love it's, Peter's Peter's mentality. Not even his mentality. His reaction there. The the first time when Jesus had cast to the right, you know, and and they you know are ripping the nets and doing that. Peter takes off and you know jumps in and tries to get to Jesus and is like, oh wait, what's going on here? But this time, it even intentionally says in the gospel gospel gospel. What is that in the Whatever. gospel? That uh, see, I'm I'm continuing the trend of me having the goofs and you just being normal. But Maybe we uh, need a gospel. Maybe that's we, what we need in society is a gospel. Yes, where people can come and get the gospel and get healed. But he puts on his robe. I love that because he puts on his robe. I don't know any people that are going to intentionally put on a robe or a coat that is made of animal fur, jump in the water and, and try to swim. You do that with yeah. Michael Phelps, I guarantee you, he's not winning any medals. Uh, I think he's drowning. Yes. But Peter did that because of the passion he had realizing that is my savior. Continue. Yeah. So I, I just think like we need to look at this and, and, and overall in society, whether you believe or not, like there's something bigger out there. And and I was talking to my Bible study tonight and I said, you know, I feel really, really, I guess I feel sad right now. Uh, my heart's broken because I feel like there's so many people out there that just have no idea who Jesus is because of the the way that the, the average church is bending to society and making the man seem like in a church that it's completely in a, inaccurate. And the way that they're presenting Jesus is completely inaccurate, even to the point of the resurrection and the ascension is completely inaccurate. Uh, they're, they're, they're proposing this thing of Jesus comes out, the, you know, the rock rolls away and, Oh, he just goes straight up to heaven. That's not what happened. That's absolutely not what happened. Um, so all this stuff is not preached and taught about. And I, I think if more men saw the adventure in Jesus and saw the excitement in Jesus and, and everything that he really was, I think more men would get excited about that. Um, and I think they'd become more passionate about the women in their life and learn how to be true, honest, integritous leaders. Um, and I was talking to the group tonight you know, on our Bible study. And I said, listen, I said, I feel really sad for society right now because so many people don't have Jesus in their lives. And this is not listen. This is not meant to be a church right now. I mean, maybe it is. Screw it. This is meant to be a church right now. Maybe you need to hear this. Uh, we are seeing a massive increase in in suicides, in spousal abuse, in domestic violence, in murder rates, in drug consumption, and all of these alcoholism. Yeah, we're seeing a massive increase in all this. And why do you think that is? It's because everybody's deriving their acceptance from each other and from society. And right now, society is so busy tearing everybody apart and going, oh, you're not wearing a mask. You're a murderer. Stop it, guys. Like, really, look at the bigger picture of what this is. Look at what this is really all about. Have an idea. And I'm not talking about the government. I'm talking about the pussification of our society 
and the way that we're pushing people down and we're hiding people. Look at the cultures that hide their entire face other than eyes for the women. That's because the women don't mean as much as the men and they're meant to be just a nobody, a set of eyes. They look like freaking ghosts floating around from Pac-Man and like here's the men coming up, gobble, 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 I'm trying to eat the goat. Like what? Is that what we're creating here? Like we're taking away people's identities. We're taking away people's connection. We're taking away the ability for people to get together and to congregate. And you know what? If you don't think, if you honestly don't think that our governments are attacking the church directly, then let me ask you this. Why, when they're talking about congregations and they're talking about churches getting together, do they use the word church? Not mosque, not temple, and nothing to anybody who believes in those. There's nothing wrong with that. because nothing wrong with that. We welcome There's nothing, that. nothing wrong with that. But, but they point out churches. And, and look, look at where revolutions have been before. Look at the fight that the Christians have put up before. Look at all this stuff. And it's amazing in that episode. I had no idea, but they're talking about Nazi Germany. And most of Germany was Christian. Either Catholic and or Christian. Christian. Yeah. They're the, easiest, the easiest people to push over are the pastors because they're just going to bend. These are supposed to be people leading the, the 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 march. These are supposed to be our leaders. These are people supposed to be preaching about who Jesus is and standing up and being strong for your beliefs and your structure. And to me, like I feel sad because if these if you're out there and you're in the society and you're feeling alone, which is one of the there's there's one of the main causes of suicide is because you feel like you're in this alone. It's because you don't have anything there for you in your heart. You don't have any. You don't you don't have any purpose in your life. You have no reason for being on this planet and you're deriving your acceptance from the brother or the sister or the person sitting next to you or your wife or your kids or anything. Listen, I derive my acceptance from Jesus, from the almighty God. That's where I get my acceptance from. That's where I look up to and say, hey, am I am I doing a good job for you? And I know a lot of times I'm like, I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means, by any means. But guys, it's time for us to stand up. When you tell like California, holy crap, dude, like what is going on? You can't even get together in homes. You can't sing praises. You can't sing hymns. You can't hum hymns. You can't, and they're specifically pointing out the church. Yes. They didn't well, say you can't sing Nirvana in the streets as a group of people. They didn't say hippies can't get together and sing, you know, whatever hippies sing. Like they didn't say any of that stuff. It's you, you can't sing hymns. You can't go out there and praise God and sing the praises up to the heavens. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, and they intentionally pointed out California, which, as everybody knows, I live in California. And well, they, so does Doug. Yes, and, and they pointed it out, and they're talking about it and doing different things. And uh, I totally lost my train of thought. Gosh dang it. Oh, and they said, put down in the comments, if you live in California, what are you doing? What are your thoughts on this? And so I commented, my church is meeting outdoors in the parking lot, and we're still worshiping. We're still singing our songs because the church that I go to, the staff that is there, the pastoral staff, has consulted with a legal expert to see what is required and what isn't required. They practice social distancing. They're doing everything in compliance, but we're still worshiping. We're still singing songs. We're still praising our God, and we're still teaching biblically what God wants us to know. And as it says uh, in the Old Testament, you know, write the, the words on the tablet of your heart. We are still going through that. And so I put that in the comments when when Doug said, hey, leave a comment. I said, this is what we're doing at our church. We're still yeah. having worship services, and we're still moving forward with it because we're not going to let the the law dictate what our religion practices are. Right. We're going to – It's not a law. No, but but the, the lawmakers, the the politicians, yeah. it is a guidance. It is a, a, a um, 
it's not even a policy, but it, it's it's their directives, if you will. And it's a mandate. And, yes, it's a mandate. Thank you. I couldn't come up with mandate, the word. It's, nothing. it's a mandate. Yeah. Like, okay, you're gonna go on a mandate. Like, go for a mandate, dude. Like, go go yes. hug another man and go on a date. Like, yes. stop it. Guys. Stop letting this government tell us what we need to do and where we need to go and who we need to be and what we need to say and what we need to see. I mean, our governor, or what is it, uh, Lord Farquaad or Fauci or whatever in the hell his name is, this you know, this chief super scientist that we're all listening to that flip flops every freaking month on what he has to say. You know, two months ago, he's sitting there saying face masks aren't important and they really don't do anything. And studies show that they don't do anything, but it just makes people feel good. So if you feel like you want to wear a face mask, go ahead. And then you flash forward a month and he's like, everybody needs to wear a face mask because they help everything. And they, this is going to be the cure for COVID and it's going to push. So when it wasn't important and it's just as a feel good thing, nobody gave a shit if I wore my face mask or not. But then Lord Farquaad comes out and says, Hey guys, it's a freaking mandate or it's not a mandate, but this is going to be part of the cure. And now all of a sudden I'm a freaking baby murderer because I choose not to wear a mask. Are you freaking kidding me? Now he's coming out. Dude, did you hear today what he came out and said? No, what did he say? Goggles, bro. Goggles. Oh, yes. Now, do, let me ask you this: If it's coming through the eyes, if if, if COVID, listen, I, I don't, I believe what you want about COVID. If this, if this cold and this little flu virus, influenza is way more impactful than 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 this COVID thing in the first place. The numbers have already shown that. If you don't believe that, go look at CDC numbers. Which, by the way, half of the influenza numbers are down by right now. So we're seeing all of a sudden influenza is down at fifty percent because COVID's up that same number. Stop it guys. Really? Like, and if you think this is entering your eyes, it's because you're messing with your damn mask all the time because you're adjusting and touching up here by your eyes all the time. Like, dude, they literally came out with a study that said that the mask is telling people not to touch their face. Bro, have you ever sat around and watched people with a mask on not touch their face? They're always touching their face. Constantly, they're pulling their mask down to cough and to sneeze. Pull your mask down to cough and sneeze. What is wrong with you? That's why the mask is there. Duh. Like, hello, dude. Like, we don't lift a sneeze guard so we can sneeze all over the food and then put it back down. That's why it's not on hinges. It's in a place where it's supposed to be because it has a protective quality to it. I get it. But stop with all the bull crap, guys. Like, really, just wake up and see what this is because... Yep. If you think that this isn't taking away people's identities, and if you think, if you really think, honestly, that COVID's going to kill more people than suicide, murder, and domestic abuse, you're out of your damn mind. You're out of your mind. Number one cause of divorce is financial issues. That's the number one cause of divorce. And you think people aren't in financial issues when 43% of small businesses are gone because of this, because we continue to shut down, because we're distancing people from each other, because we're taking away identities? And we're taking away people's voices. You're out of your mind. Yep. I went. I went out and, and dropped off a bunch of stuff, like I mentioned earlier, to my storage unit. As we're moving out, and I stopped off and got a drink at a gas station. I walked into one, and the person behind the counter. And I get it. They're doing their job. I'm not faulting the person behind it. the counter. And and they. I won't say he or she, but they they looked at me and they said, "You have a mask." And I said, "I'm in a moving truck. I don't." And frankly, I just don't carry a mask around because I just don't carry a mask around. And, uh, and, and they said, well, we have them for sale here so you can buy one while you buy what you're going to get here. And I was like, I just came in for a drink. Can I just grab it? They're like, I'm sorry. You can't. And I walked out and I didn't say anything. I didn't, you know, 
I, I didn't disrespect it. And I said, okay. And I turned around and I walked out. I went to another gas station, walked in and I get to where I, I grab my drink and I just grabbed an energy drink. I grabbed an energy drink and I walk up to the counter. I put it on the counter and the person yeah. walk, working behind the counter says, excuse me, do you have a mask that required here? And I said, I don't, I've got the moving truck. I don't have it with me. And, and sure. it's the truth. I, I was in the moving truck and they were in my wife's car because she was following me to drop. Truth or not, it doesn't matter. You don't have one. Yeah. And I didn't have one. And he, he said, you know, well, you can go over to the, the late, the after hours window and I can ring you up there. Okay. At least they found a way to still service their customers. Okay. So I walked sure. out there and I took care of it and he goes, or you can buy a mask here. I, I don't need to spend whatever it is, even if it's just 99 cents, I'm not going to buy the mask. And, and I did it. And I just thought, okay, it's even to the point there where to walk in and just get a simple drink. I have to have this mask, which yes, the county health doctor said I need to have it. Yes, the state that I live in has said you but need like, to have it. But you're if missing I, the most important thing. But but if you're I'm the most important part of all this. But if but hold on one second. But if I'm complying with all of the social distancing that says and part of the task force I'm on at work, I'm very familiar with this. Sure. I'm more than six feet away from people. I'm sure. not in close contact with anybody. And so if I'm more than six feet away from somebody else, I don't have to. And more so than that, that is not a legal law. That is a mandate from a county health supervisor that is saying this is what needs to take place. And as long as I'm in compliance with everything else, I don't truly have to because the mandate says if you're more than six feet away from people yeah. – or you're around them for more than 10 minutes within six feet proximity, you're then required. So the 30 yeah. seconds I'm in there, when you've got your screen on your counter, there's no way I'm going to infect you. I'm not carrying it, but no way I'm going to infect you. I don't need to have a mask. And my personal take on it is I don't want to wear a mask anyways. And it's not a matter of being able to breathe. It's not any of that. It's I don't feel that I need to. And maybe I'm the bad person that's going well, to be a baby murderer. And I'm so bad, killer. but, but at the end of the day, and my wife, I mean, when we looked at the statistics for the County that we lived in and all, and I, I said, look, this is where it is. She looked and she goes, I didn't realize it was that small of a number of people that were infected and even smaller of people that are dying from it. And I, I referred to a statistic that I heard from my mom who heard it from a research statistic uh -huh. that said, if, uh, if if you and again i lost my train of thought um oh but if if we were to and it talked about schools closing if yeah. we were to close down schools or because we're closing down schools because of covid if we compare the number of students and teachers and i've got a really cool fact a, a number of teachers that are getting sick and all of that uh because of students that get covid or contract covid is so much smaller than the number of students and teachers that get the flu every year. We would never even have school because the number of influenza cases is so much higher than COVID. We would never even open schools. Right. But the statistics are so crazy when when they're looking at all those different things. And they did. There's a a, a research a, a scientist that did research and he looked at every single COVID case in a school that has gone back to school internationally. Mm -hmm. And the number of cases of students that have transmitted COVID to their teachers, you ready for this number? Oh, yeah. Zero. There is not a single case what? globally of a student what? has transmitted COVID to Fake their news. if they have gone back to school. So Fake when news. 
when you look at that students, as my mom said in her words, the students are essentially little sponges. However, they diffuse it, whatever it is, yep. they're not the ones transmitting it, which was thought at the beginning because we didn't know as much about it. But the you know nothing about it still. No, it, it is a look. We've said before, the deaths are bad. The deaths are bad. It's we understand that anybody losing a family member is very unfortunate, and we are sympathetic. Yeah, and apologize for that, but it it is a bad flu that only goes after the immunocompromised and the elderly. So let me go back to a point because we we're going down this other rabbit hole, which is fine. But let me get back to a point of you walking into that gas station. You walked into two separate gas stations, which both offered you to buy a mask at the gas station. Correct. Okay. Yep. Here's, here, so, so let me let me ask you this: in the the time it takes you to walk in and buy the mask, put it on the counter, the gentleman or woman on the other side of the counter touched the package that you just touched, which you clearly did not sanitize your hands before you came into the store, and you haven't been holding your breath the whole time, but somehow magically by you purchasing that mask in that amount of time for you to purchase a mask, take it out of the plastic wrapping, put said mask on your face. The proximity buying a drink? Yes, because the proximity is already there. If I'm gonna walk up and buy a mask just How to walk out. Yes, just to walk out. Put on a mask just to walk out because there were other people in line. So I've so, already come up to the counter to make a transaction. No, no, but that's that, that just blows my mind. Yeah. This absolutely blows my mind. So it's okay for me to come into your establishment to purchase a mask so I can put that on and then I can make the rest of my purchases because the rest of my purchases. For some reason, that, that mask can't get contaminated, and I'm not contaminated as long as I put a mask on at some point. Is that what we're trying to say? Yeah, and the person that was delivering, uh, he worked for a, a beverage company. I won't say which one it was. The person that was working for the beverage company at the second gas station I went to, guess yeah. what he had on? No mask. Nothing. And he's delivering all the everything, Tim. He's a, he's a grandma killer. Yes, and we are going to get so many comments on this video, and I, I'm, oh, I'm curious to see, and I'm okay with it too, if if YouTube doesn't take it down. <laughs> yeah, I, and listen, I'm, I'm fine with the comments, guys. Shoot them down here. I, listen, yeah. I know people don't agree with me. I, I totally understand it because I've been very outspoken online about this. Um, you know, I, I do a lot of work on social media. I spend most of my day on social media, it seems like, and anytime I see this, 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 this uh, BS come out, this, this spewage from people's mouths of just this sewage uh, that's spreading across the country, man. It is absolutely insane. Listen, is COVID a real thing? Yes, it is. What was, you know, and, and actually I messed up and the guys were supposed to remind me because I was actually going to make a tin hat, like a tinfoil hat and wear it tonight. <laughs> uh, because, you know, if you think that we haven't been prepared for this by, you know, by calling people conspiracy theorists and all this kinds of stuff, I mean, that's just the excuse to, 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 to take the attention away from the people that are speaking out about this or any other thing, not just this situation. But listen, here's the thing. <clears throat> here's what this comes down to. Number one, uh, it's okay for people to congregate, to protest, and to stand in groups of thousands, but we can't go to church. Uh, Why do you think all the numbers okay, went up? It's okay for people to get together and limit some of these other places that people are getting together and limit it to 50%. But it's not okay for a church to get together and sing praise. Even if they follow all the guidelines, even if there's plexiglass between every single person and it's every other seat or six feet of separation, whatever you want to call it, that's not okay because it's in a church. But we can get together over here and we can congregate with 50% capacity. 
How does that make any freaking sense? How does it make any sense at all? So no. I can go down and I can scream at the top of my lungs in, in amongst a thousand people, and we're not going to have any issues and we're not going to talk about that. But I can't go to church and praise my and praise God and 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 go and and stand for what I believe in. I can't congregate in the own or my own home. Which, by the way, if I lived in the state of California, screw you, California. I'm going to congregate in my own home. And if the yep. church doesn't want to come together, I'm going to open up my backyard. And if I've got 300 people in my backyard and we're packed in like sardines, come and get me, because and, and I ain't it's stopping. Choice. It's everybody's choice. And I ain't stopping. I'm not stopping. This is not this is not a law. And if you guys think that this isn't something that's coming down the pike, man, to, to continue this, you're out of your freaking minds. You're absolutely out of your minds. They've been preparing for this for a long time. We're destroying people's financials. We're destroying people's personalities. We're destroying people's lives. We're destroying the emotions. We're weakening the souls of people and tearing them down at the core. And if you think that's not happening, open your eyes to all of the numbers. Don't just look at the statistics that support your tribble and the crap that you want to just freaking throw out to everybody like dude quit spewing your sewage and i will tell you this like i, I know i'm passionate about this i know i know a lot of people are going to disagree with me and that's fine disagree with me you're open to your opinion sure what i'm not okay with is when i get on facebook or i get on you know one of the social media platforms and somebody posts their bull crap about see you know comparing you're wearing a mask to pee in your pants which is absolute, I mean, asinine, stupid comparison. I think it's hilarious because you know what, dude, if I piss my pants sitting in this chair and I get up and Tim, you walk over here and sit in this chair, not knowing that it's soaked in my filth, guess what? It's soaking through your jeans and getting into you too. Yep. You're getting every little bit of what I just left in this chair. So don't try and compare that bull crap. And you know what, dude, if I'm six feet away because social distancing is the way to do it, blah, 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 blah. Whether you're wearing pants or not, dude, you better have a pretty strong freaking urethra push, man, to get that piss onto me, whether you're wearing pants or not. So you want to do that comparison? Let's do the comparison. Let's go down your rabbit hole of your BS comparisons because you've got no statistical data other than the stuff that's coming out today to prove a point, not to see if a point can be proven. Stop it. I'm looking back at data from 2015 before this COVID stuff happened talking about the face masks and the dangers of wearing, you know, these, these uh, fabric face masks or fabric face coverings, the moisture, the collection, uh, talking about the dangers, even on the old CDC's own website, they're like, don't wear N95 masks because we need those for our doctors and our, and our healthcare. You're absolutely right. We need them for them. But they yep. also talk about if you're not sick and if you don't feel any symptoms, it doesn't do anything. Don't wear it. There's no point in it. They've just recently changed that. Yes. Well, and you look at the ones that have changing this. Why is all of a sudden because we're in the middle of this thing and we want to try and make people conform to something like I'm well, and there's there are studies out now about the different kinds and someone who is an epidemiologist, big word for you. I actually got that one out first try, go me. Ooh, but fancy. that looked at the different types of masks, whether it's an N95 or a P95 or all the different ones or just a dust. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, P90X, ABC, Elemental P92581. And yeah. And they actually went into detail about what, yes, they went into detail about what each mask's purpose is and the N95 in conditions, if you are breathing and I'm going to mess it up, so I I won't go into the details, but basically the type of mask you're wearing, if you think that that one's protecting you, the when you're exhaling, you're actually, if you're carrying it, you're actually exhaling it out to other people still. It's when you inhale that it's filtered when you exhale the cartridge open 
Yes. And so when you exhale, the cartridge actually is releasing everything that you have in your lungs. And when you inhale, it closes. It's like the snorkel that's right. got the little, the little damper on it where it closes off and you just get the oxygen and not get the water. So yeah. the, the way that we are telling people to wear certain kinds of masks yeah. isn't even accurate for what they believe is protecting them. And they've done studies where you need to have three layers of fabric to hope to block out any kind right. of contamination. And most people are, I mean, the companies that are making millions of dollars right now, single, possibly double layer of fabric, and they're not doing any good anyways. Well, and, and beyond that, dude, like, here's a crazy thing. That N95 mask was de designed to protect the doctors and the nurses and the people that are around this so that they don't get it. It was to protect them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and you see people wearing those and they, they pull the valve out of it. So now they're breathing both ways anyways. It's completely pointless. They're wearing it because they are just sheeple and they want to be compliant. Um, and I, I, I understand that. Listen, I, I'm not the guy that walks in and goes and protests in a store like, ah, screw you guys. Like, I don't go to Costco right now because Costco's required a mask. I'm not mad at Costco for that. We live in a highly litigious society where yep. people are too happy and they're going to go into Costco they're going to come back home and three days later, they're going to get COVID and they're going to go or they're going to get COVID, which I, I, for those of you that aren't seeing me, I'm putting it in quotations because yeah. I'm going to get into that in a second. But they're going to get COVID and then they're going to come back and they're going to sue Costco because Costco didn't require people to wear a mask. And John Doe was walking around there and gave it to me. And now, you know, my my wife, Karen, is yelling at me. Uh, it's, stop it. Like, really get over this, guys. Like. It's insane, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying go out there and just protest the world, but just open no. your eyes and look at what's going on. I don't listen. I haven't changed a lot of my lifestyle. I, I don't. I I didn't really frequent stores, anyways. I've got an amazing wife. She'll text, "Hey, I'm going to the grocery store. You need anything?" Uh, and yeah, hey, this is what I need. Like I, I can't. The last time I visited a grocery store was to buy some flowers to go surprise my wife at the airport uh, where she works, and that was it. You know, um, for your anniversary back in February. Something like that. I don't even remember when it was, dude. But like, I think that was the last time I went to the grocery store. Like, I just don't go into places. And if I walk up to a building right now and I see a sign on the door and it says mask required for entry, I will turn around and I'll go somewhere else. And I'm not mad at the place. As soon as that sign comes down, I'm back in Costco again. I have no issues with that. Yep. What I have an issue with is all of these freaking people that want to stand there and want to look at you like you're a freaking like like I'm like I'm. Like I've got a bat to a baby seal right now and I'm just beating a seal in front of them. Like guys, we don't need this in society. And I'm not saying we don't need the mask. We don't need you bantering in the division. There's already enough division in our politics between Democrats and Republican. And I don't care which side you're on. I, I just no. don't, uh, you know, listen, I, I know I can articulate a sentence just fine. Uh, I, I can say what I need to say. So I know who I'm not voting for. Uh, but at the end of the day, like we've got enough division in this country. Why are we as a people dividing each other? Why are we looking at this? If you don't like the fact that I'm not wearing a mask, you can follow the freaking arrow that you want to follow in the grocery store because that's somehow going to eliminate you from getting COVID. You can, you know, you can do all the things that they're telling you to do and you can follow it. And yes, I call them sheeple because I just don't know what else to call it. But the name calling and the bantering and the tearing down of people, especially when you have no fact, listen, I did a lot of debate in school um, and I love debate. I absolutely love debate. And I love going back and forth with, pe with people in a respectful conversation about even this or about politics, or about anything. And yes, it can get heated. Absolutely. Sure. Because emotions start getting involved. 
But, you know, at the end of the day, I can go and give that guy a hug or that girl a hug, and we can say, hey, let's go on and live on. But where, where, where it messes up and where everybody continues to screw up, and I'll tell you this, if you're the one fighting for this stuff and you're trying to point, prove your point, the instant you resort to name calling tells me you have nothing left and you have no real ammo. All you're doing is listening to what the media tells you to do, and you're saying, I'm going to do it because I don't have a brain of my own. That's all you're telling me as soon as you go, wow, you're a baby killer or you're a grandma killer. Fine, I'm a grandma killer. I don't care. You know what, dude? The average death from COVID, again, quotes, uh, comes from, it's like 84% are, are 65 and older. Cool. If you're 65 and older, protect yourself. Clean your hands. Don't pick your nose before you freaking sanitize your hands, before you go jamming your finger up and poking your brain, trying to get that one boogie that's making you sneeze. Like, Take your time and protect yourself. Wear the mask if you're concerned with it. Stay home. Have your kids bring you some food. And when you, before that comes inside, you wipe down that meal, then you bring it inside. Don't give your kids a hug. Stay distant. I get all that if you're concerned with this. The other thing to be concerned about is you're weakening your immune system as you're doing that. And I get it. You want grandma to live six more weeks, but guys, come on. Yep. Wake up. We're tearing down our society because of this. And I know this has nothing to do with, actually, has a lot to do with cigars because we're even affecting in other countries. I mean, I'm yep. looking at back orders upon back orders. People are smoking more cigars, which, I mean, I love uh, because yeah. people have more time. But, I mean, just wake up, guys, and, and look at the COVID numbers. Look at this, really. I mean, there's people after people after people after people that are signing up to go and get tested that never go in and have blood drawn that are getting letters saying that they're positive for COVID. And are you like, What? And never show symptoms. They're going just to get tested, bro. If that doesn't put Chester the Cheeto in your head, man, going I, 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 what? Like, th then you've got a disconnect. There, there's, there's something. There's, there's, there's wires that are crossed that aren't working in there because the reality is, all of it is out there to show you that this is being driven a certain direction. It is all out there, and if you choose not to hear that, that's fine. We have an increase in all of these items. And you know what? The one thing that I do attribute to COVID-19 is the, the, the dumbing down and the sissification of our society. I attribute that to COVID-19 because people are living in fear. Guys, I'm not scared of dying. I am not. I know where I'm going. Yep. I would hate to leave my family behind. I love my family to death, but I know where they're going. I'm not scared of death. I'm not scared to die because you know what? I've got a bigger purpose. I've got, I've got, I've got the Lord on my side. And if I die, that doesn't mean that God wanted me to die and he's an evil human being or an evil spirit or an evil, whatever you want to call it. That just means it was my time to go and live with him and be up in heaven and just be happy and be, be pleasant. And I get to look down and go, man, look at my beautiful children. They're mm -hmm. continuing to thrive because society allowed them to do that. And they can be in there and they can be powerful and they can be they can be crazy on fire for Jesus and loving his heart and bringing other people to God and helping bring that peace into people's souls. Like it just did. I, sometimes I don't even know where to go. Like I throw I can throw every statistic, every number, every study. And again, I don't look at the current studies because the current studies today are, are, are not. Listen, we, we've had we've had viral sicknesses and diseases for a long time. And if yep. you think COVID is so freaking special that all this time face masks have done nothing um, and all of a sudden we need face masks, like wake up. 
And I'm again, I'm not speaking like against face masks. I'm not saying, I mean, I just choose not to wear one. Uh, I, I don't use hand sanitizer. I don't use face masks. I probably drank more freaking brake cleaner than I can imagine. I've had sprayed in my eyes, trans fluid, freaking gear oil as a mechanic, dude. Like the way I cleaned my fingers was by eating a sandwich. Uh, and so all of that got ingested. You know, you got these dark black hands and you're eating the sandwich and all of a sudden they're clean. You're like, oh, I could touch the customer's door handle again. Um, yeah, right. You know, it. I've ingested more shit that should kill me uh, than, than I probably care to admit. Uh, but either way, I'm just not afraid. And I'm not yeah. willing to be afraid. And I'm not willing to be pushed around. I'm just not. But I will respect the business because of the litigious society that we live in and the availability for people to sue over stupid shit. I, I will respect that business and I just don't enter. And listen, if you don't want to go in Costco, I can order that online and it can be shipped and dropped at my front door. And if you think that guy dropping in the front door is wearing a face mask and gloves and sanitizes his hand before touching that box and carrying it sitting on your front door, you're out of your damn mind. Mm-hmm. If you think my, my buddy, the uh, Bible study tonight was talking about, he went to, uh, and I'll call it out, Einstein bagels. He's over there, Einstein bagels today, or, and he goes to pay for it. He goes to hand the guy the card and he's like, oh, I can't take your card. It's, it's contaminated. I can't take your card. And he's like, what do you mean you can't take my card? He goes, well, here, put it here. Puts a clipboard out, bro. My buddy sets the card, the credit card on the clipboard. The guy picks up the credit card off the clipboard with his bare hands and runs the freaking card. Yeah, what's the difference? It's the magic clipboard. Bro, it's the magic clipboard. It cures everything. It keeps everything clean. The magic gloves that are on your fingers, it keeps everything clean. It's the as soon as I touch it, it's COVID free and disease free. Get get real people. Well, look at how many people that are wearing gloves that are working their job. And look, they're working their job, their company sets the parameters. We get it. But look at how many people are wearing the gloves, working at whether it's Target or Sam's Club or Costco or a gas station or anywhere, and they're interacting with hundreds or thousands of people a day. How many times do you see them with the glove come up and and wipe their face? Or, or do something where it doesn't matter. There was a video that went out a couple months ago by a nurse, and she takes a little bit of grease on her finger and talks about how it can easily be spread to your phone and spread yep. to your door handle and of your car and all these different things. If you really think that you're you're protecting yourself, then unfortunately you're wrong because people are still touching their faces and all of that while wearing gloves, thinking but they're Tim, safe. But, when it, but Tim, no, it's so different. <laughs> But the government tells me that the mask tells people not to touch their face, so they touch their face less, less and less because the mask is a warning and it reminds you not to touch your face because it's certainly not bugging my nose and I'm not touching around my eye sockets all freaking day. No, and the, never. The, and the, the lady in Target that my daughter tells me about the other day that's pulling her mask down to cough and to sneeze every time because she's constantly coughing and is clearly sick. Yeah, you should be actually at home. You shouldn't yep. be wearing a mask. You shouldn't be out at all. Or and the then people you pull walk out of a mask to cough. And you walk really? out of a store. I've seen people time and time again. They walk out of a store, and they take off their gloves. They throw them in the cart, and then they're touching the handle of the cart. So the gloves you were wearing that was touching the cart, you've then taken off. And so you're doing that. And then they load their car up with everything they just bought. They touch their door handle. They touch their keys. They get into the car. They do all of it. Yep. And then they hand sanitize you're doing it all wrong. And look, we, we understand Brandon said it. I'll say it again. This is our perspective of it. 
if you really want to care for yourself and you want to take the precautions, because I have family members that are immunocompromised. I've got a cousin who's got a very rare autoimmune disease that literally 30 people in the nation have very rare yeah. autoimmune disease. He's got to be careful. I have another cousin who has cystic sure. fibrosis, had a double lung transplant. She has to be very careful. If you really want to protect yourself, then truly take the precautions and hand sanitize, you know, take the gloves off. And the first thing you touch after taking the gloves off is the hand sanitizer because it's in your pocket. And then you touch your keys and then you load up your car. There are ways if you want to protect yourself because you are at risk in one of those categories, please take the precautions. We're not here saying be careless. That's not what we're saying. What we're giving is our opinion on how people are going about their lives because of these mandates and these recommendations and what's being passed down that think they're protecting themselves that they're not. And we, because of how we see how, and I'll use the word careless, some of these people are thinking they're protecting themselves are unfortunately doing no better than wearing no gloves and no mask and not having san hand sanitizer. And I said it 10 years ago when everything was hand sanitizer and it was coming out on the market. And I said 10 years ago, all this is doing is weakening everybody's immune system. There's going to be yep. a superbug that comes one day and nobody's going to have the ability to yep. have the immunity and the defense in their immune system to be able to stop it. All we're doing is enabling that even more to where there's going to be probably another super bug five, 10 years from now where it rocks the world again. And I mean, I had heard one person that said, oh, it's because there are so many people on earth and it's just one of those things where we're going through a cycle where it's weeding out the people that aren't strong. And you know, that's a perspective, whether I agree, whether I don't, that's a perspective that may be the case that may not be the case, but at the end of the day, and I'm not excusing what we've been saying. These are our perspectives. This is what we're passionate about. And these are our thoughts on it. If you don't adopt our same ideals, that's fine. But these are yeah. our ideals and we're allowed to talk about them. Just like if you were in front of us and we were be. talking with you, yes, we should be able to have a mature, respectful dialogue about yeah. this and still respect, keyword, respect each other's opinion. And I mean, I've got a friend that's got diabetes and he's got to be careful. I get it. I respect his position because he is looking out for his life. That's fine. But at the end of the day, this is our perspective and there are holes. And unfortunately, there are shortfalls in the way things are being asked of us to right. practice socially that don't make sense to everybody. Well, and where was all this during H1N1? Where was all this during SARS? Where was all this during all of these other pandemics that we had, these big scary things that came along? I mean, like, listen, dude, as heartless as it sounds, nature has a way of clearing itself out. And that's just sometimes what we have to do. I mean, if you're any kind of a, of a normal human being, you, you every once in a while go through your home and you clear it out, right? Uh, you know, I've got chickens in the back. They get sick and they die. This stuff happens. It's a part of nature. It's a part of life. It's a part of death. The only guarantee you have in life is you're not getting out of this thing alive. Uh, yep. So let's just be aware of that and be realistic of it. Let's look at all the numbers and all the data before we just look at the pieces that are you know there going towards us. Primarily, what my point is with all this is one. Th this this is obviously my perspective. This is the way that I live, and I'm uh, you. You can send me everything you want, but I'm not going to pay attention to any current statistical data as far not statistical, but I'm not going to I'm not going to pay attention to any of the current uh, uh, studies. Studies. Thank you. I'm not I'm not paying attention to any of the current stuff. It's all guided and all has a point, and you know it's all to to prove a point. That's you can not see a, 
any way study. you want. You can skew yeah. a study any way you want. Any way you want. And that's not a true scientific study. So I'm not going to buy into the bull crap. What I'm looking at is some of the older studies, um, the stuff that's been around for years, because it's not the first time that we've had viruses around. Uh, secondarily, my biggest point in this, guys, is we need to stop tearing each other down. Yes. That is my biggest point in all of this. It's causing more destruction than this virus could ever cause. And if you don't see that, I'm sorry, you are blind to what's going on. I, I just, I, I actually, you know what? I'm, I'm not sorry. If you don't see that, you are blind to what's going on. You are unaware and you are following just what you're told and not actually looking at what's actually happening around you. And I want to say this, if you are feeling depressed, if you are feeling down, if you're feeling like you want to kill yourself, please reach out and ask for yes. help. Guys, it is a sad state of affairs out there right now. And listen, I'm not letting it tear me down. I, I'm, I'm staying positive through all this thing. I, I'm, I'm working hard. I'm still cranking you know, numbers out. I'm still doing what I need to do. I still meet with my Bible study. I still go out to lunch with my friends. I, I still do all the things I would normally do. My wife and kids are up camping right now. I'm hanging out. I'm visiting shops. I'm doing what I do. I'm not going to change how I operate or what I do because I just don't think that it needs to happen. But I will tell you this. Uh, suicide is a major, major, major thing that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Do not allow that to affect who you are. You have people that if you need to reach out to me, if you need to reach out to Tim or us, slide on into our DMs and send us a note. I mean, like, do something. Reach out. Please, for the love of God, like that's all I ask for. I, this, I yep. pray for our society every day because there are just so many hurt people out there. And I can tell you this, a lot of it's coming from somebody voicing their opinion and being shot down and crushed and stomped on with frivolous, superfluous name calling. This stuff is not needed in our society. And again, I will tell you this, the instant you resort to name calling, realize you've lost the battle, you've lost the argument, you've lost the war because it that does nobody any good and it proves no point. Oh, well, you're just an idiot and a grandma killer. Okay, well, now we have nothing to argue about. Now we have nothing to debate. We have nothing to talk about anymore because you're just being accusatory and shutting down. I'm yeah. not into that. I'm not into that at all. And all that does is tear people down and hurt people's feelings her, and listen, I'm tired of the whole over-the-top feelings crap too, but there is a reality at a certain point that people need their feelings and they need to be heard, and that's by people that are trusted. That's by brothers and sisters that you can reach out to. And I will tell you this too. If you're a married man, a dating man, an engaged man, uh, in love with another woman, uh, reach out to another man. Don't reach out to another woman in your times of down because you're just going to put yourself in a worse spot. Same thing for women. If you're a married woman, if you're uh, a dating woman, engaged woman, in love with another man, reach out to another woman. Somebody that you trust. Me personally, I prefer somebody of God because I know that that they're guided. I know that they're they're they know where they're going. I know where their soul is, and that's just I know that they trust in Jesus. I know that they you know are part of the Bible, and that's where I get everything from. Because at the end of the day, uh, I want to correct something you said earlier. Our country was founded on God. Mm -hmm. and in God, we, God our we trust. That's what our country was founded on. So whether you believe or not, 
if you're fighting for this country by wearing your mask, you're fighting for something that was founded by God, which tells me that there's a inkling of a belief in something greater than you. Think about that for a second. Just think about what you're fighting for. You're fighting for something that was founded on God. That was yep. founded by the teachings of the Bible. That is what we're standing for. And if that cannot be abundantly clear to you, I, I don't even know what to tell you. But quit tearing down your fellow human beings. We're causing mass destruction amongst ourselves. Tinfoil hat or not, that may or may not be the goal. Okay? But whether you believe in all that bullshit, whether you feel like that's a foil hat thing or not, I honestly don't care. It doesn't matter. If I'm sitting here bantering Tim and tearing him down and calling him names because he has an opposing view to me, what does that say about you? What does it say about the weakness of what you believe in? What does it say about the weakness of your heart and where you're deriving your acceptance from? <clears throat> Guys, stop it. Yep. Reach out, love on somebody. Reach out, make sure somebody's okay. Because if somebody's voicing their opinion, it's because they're passionate about something. It's because they feel a certain way. And for you to shove that down and tell them that they're wrong and call them a name for that, you are a worthless human being, in my opinion, because you're not helping this society one bit. You're not helping a brother. You're not there as a person. You're there as a point. It's just something useless to tear right. down and hurt. Yeah, it, it's a rhetoric, and it, it is in many fashions. It is propaganda that is emotionally charged that uh, it's just not right to do. I mean, as elementary as that statement, it's just not right to do. But it's it, it's not. I mean, we have seen – you can go back to biblical times when there would be dissension and problems. God would take care of things. He would, he would clean out entire societies – because things weren't happening properly. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and go, God's cleaning out society of everybody, you know, who, who, you know, if you get COVID and die, then that's God's desire to clean you out of the earth. That's not my intention. That's, that's because God brought COVID to this planet yeah. to kill all the sinners. <laughs> and I'm saying that intentionally because during college group more than 10 years ago, I was in a small group with people, guys and girls combined and hurricane Katrina had just happened. And I had said that I don't know who Katrina is, but we're going to find her. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And, and I had said, Sorry. look, Katrina happened. Did God allow it to happen? Knowing that hopefully people would come to him and there would be devastation and people would be hurt. Yes. Devastation and hurt happened. That's a part of life. That is a, an unfortunate reality of it. But because I had said that God will use this for his victory, I had people that went up to the college pastor after that night and said, oh, Tim said God caused Katrina so people could die. I, I, I'm sorry, what? And so I'm. neither one of us are saying that COVID is happening so that people could die and, and we, we relish in that because maybe they weren't following God. That's not it at all. But at the end of the day, and we'll start to wrap it up, at the end of the day, you have your, your beliefs, whether they be personal in terms of how you live your life, whether they be faith-based, whether they be whatever it is, personal convictions, you have yours and we respect them. We have ours and we hope that you respect them as well, even if they are completely opposite end of the spectrum to what you believe. 
And this has just been nothing more than us sitting down, sharing life, enjoying a cigar together. And by the way, I'm getting chocolatey goodness right now from my cigar and mm -hmm. don't want it to end. But we had someone who just started listening to our podcast uh, named K Teddy Goriella. And he has posted, hey, I'm listening to Down to the Nub. I'm enjoying it. And we have received multiple comments and reposts this week, messages to us that have said it's real life. I love it. And it's 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 yeah. what it, it's refreshing because it is real life. That is what we aim to do here at Down to the Nub. Yes, we are both believers in Christ. And yes, we will come from that vantage point every single time. Whether it's phrased right or not, we will come from that perspective every time. Whether it's phrased right or not, in your opinion, that's your opinion. But that's what we do here. We phrase, we talk, we share, we we you know dialogue back and forth because that's real life. And at the end of every episode, we hope that you have gotten nothing more than a perspective from somebody else, whether you agree with it or not. A perspective from somebody else knowing that that's what life is about and down to the nub is about about is about cigar enthusiasts supporting cigar enthusiasts and we are here to support fellow cigar enthusiasts even if we disagree with your perspective on anything whether it's yeah. covid whether it's any of the other politically charged topics i'm not going to go into naming all of them it doesn't matter <laughs> because at the end of the day it's too the list is too long, but at the end of the day, we are here to support you. We are here regardless of anything to support each other and to enjoy being able to talk with each other. Yes, it's just Brandon and I talking, and for all of the listeners and all the viewers, we thank you for uh, for going along this journey with us and sharing in life. We said it in the last episode. We love that we, or the last couple episodes, we love that we get to talk raw and real and share our thoughts in these podcast episodes that are pre-recorded. The live is the fun, is engaging with everybody, going through the comments, sharing with somebody who's in the industry, their perspectives. This is where we get to be a little more personal and we enjoy yeah to be personal and we love that we have the blessing and the ability to do that one in our country and two just as two guys that love to just talk and share our thoughts so thank you for following along in this journey and what we're doing and please leave comment with your thoughts you're not going to get a disrespectful response from us if you oppose our perspective and we know that that's out there and that's fine we welcome that we just hope that it's a perspective that can be respected on either side of the fence or of the territory or of the argument or whatever you want to say, because that's where we can come together and say, like you did earlier, Brandon, I may not agree with your perspective, but I still respect you as a person because I have my perspective. You don't agree with me, but you're not going to kick me you know, down. You're not going to knock me down. You're not going to call me names. You're not going to do all that. That's what Down to the Nub podcast and live show is about is supporting each other. So thank you for what you do to contribute to what down to the nub is because it's not about us it is about the cigar community it is about supporting the cigar community and it is about just going through life together well listen i'm gonna stack on that real quick because I, I i know that we have a way that people can call in right and they can leave a voicemail is that right yeah through anchor.fm there is a a button or a link where you can submit a voice message through the podcast it's not through youtube but through our podcast anchor.fm slash down to the nub Okay. If you would like to leave us a message and your thoughts on that, please go to anchor.com and do it. That, that's my promotion. You're taking away mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. 
but here's the thing. Like, I, I would actually love it. Um, I would love to hear your opinions on that. And I, I'd actually love to get in some conversation with some of you about this because I think that there's a lot of people that have there's, – there's clearly – and I've spoken with a lot of people uh, that have very, very strong opinions on this, and they feel like they can't share those because they're going to get bantered and tore down and shot down. Uh, that's not going to happen here. I will tell you this, though, um, because I'll give you the one caveat to that. If you put on some comment that is derogatory, demeaning, and tearing down, um, like I, I was in a back and forth with somebody in, in social media, and somebody else popped in there and said, just wear an effing mask, and gave me some BS study from BYU, which wasn't even a study they did. They just compiled other studies and kind of pulled from it what they wanted. Because I read it. I read it. And I'm not a reader. But listen, I've become a reader because of this crap. I'm also not a politician. I'm also not a guy that believes in voting. And I've become all of that because of this crap. Uh, so I freaking love it because I'm getting fired up for this stuff. But <laughs> if you put down a comment on there that is derogatory, demeaning, or just absolutely pointless, uh, I'm going to delete that. I'll just say it right now. I'm going to absolutely delete that because that's not needed here. And that's not appropriate. That doesn't yep. mean if you, if you put down an opposing view that is respectful, I, I have no problem with that. This is an open forum. Put down your opposing view. I have no issue with that. Please back it with some facts. I would love yep. to see it. I'd love to read it. I'd love to understand it. I'm open to seeing other opinions because I'm not right, but I'm also not wrong. So we can look at this and we can say, hey, let me hear your perspective. Let me see what that is. I'm wide open to that. Both Tim and I are open to that. But I will not put up with derogatory BS from anybody. And I want to be very clear on that. And again, you can go to the uh, FM.com something or another. AnchorFM.com, right? Anchor.fm. Uh, down to the nub. Anchor.fm. And you can you can go on. See, I don't know this stuff. That's all Tim. But you can go to that Anchor.fm and you can go ahead and you can leave us a, a, a voice. That would be awesome. I would love to hear your voice because sitting down there pecking away at your little keyboard as a keyboard commando doesn't do anything more then what I would love to hear is the inflection and the passion and the heart and the soul in your voice. That gives something, guys. Get away from the texting. Get away from the typing. Get away from all that stuff and let your voice be heard. There's a reason why that statement's out there because you can give the inflection and you can give the emotion. You can give the passion in that voice that you can't give pecking away on a keyboard. You get, you get rid of all the perception of what it may be and you put it out for what it is. And yes. that's what we would love to hear. So please take advantage of that forum that we have on there. Guys, we love you. And listen, I know we might lose a couple followers because of this podcast. I'm okay with that. If this is something that doesn't fit for you or you feel I'm too passionate or too aggressive or whatever, man, leave me a comment about that. Yep. Let's talk about that. Don't just run away. Okay. Say something to me. Say something to us. I'm perfectly all right with that. I'm okay with that. And again, please, I want to reiterate, um, please reach out. Yes. If you're feeling down, you're feeling alone, you're feeling hurt, please reach out. Okay. I'm not here to tear you down. It may be you just need a call and you need somebody to just listen to you. It may be you just need to cry. Whatever it is, it's going to help you. Let's work this out. Let's work together. Because this life is important and this life is impactful. We love where we live. We just need to clean this place up, guys. That's all we need to do. We need to work together to clean this up. So listen, I love that you guys spent the time with us here. Your time is extremely valuable. Whether you agree with my point or not, that's your point, and I'd love to hear it. But thank you for joining us here. And guys, as always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Down to the Nub. 
You can find us on Patreon if you'd love to support us so that we can continue to grow and support the community. Please step up and, and help us out on Patreon. We're taking the dollars that we make so we can put it back to the community. We're not doing this for a profit. This isn't for our pockets. This is for the community. This is to help people. This is for when people have situations come up that have been an impact in the community that we want to make sure that we're there to help them. So help us to help them and keep this alive. And with that, I want to say I love every one of you, and I am so incredibly grateful for every one of you that take the time to listen to us talk back and forth and share what our opinions are and what's going on in this world. And I just I just love to have the ability and the freedom to have this forum, and I love that you're here to enjoy that with us. Yep. Well, you wrapped it up pretty much in a pretty bow pretty perfectly. <laughs> with that thank you everybody for listening if you got this far as we say every single episode god bless you for getting this far and seriously god bless you whether you believe in god or not we do and and we pray that god blesses you we pray that god keeps you healthy we pray that he keeps you safe uh and and as brandon said if you if you just need somebody to listen we are always here and available so please whether it's through leaving a message through anchor.fm slash down to the nub or sending us a dm whatever it is reach out thank you for your support of down to the nub thank you for what you are helping make down to the nub and what it's going to be in the future so with that we're going to wrap up this episode thank you for watching thank you for listening on the podcast and uh we will catch you guys next time see ya 